Hi everyone, welcome back to Views from Third Man. So the India versus South Africa test series is over. And here's my review for it. So first let's talk about India. And in today's world of test cricket, if you want to look at a team where whatever they do is going right and there's nothing wrong with their team at all and they're looking invincible at the moment in home conditions and a very formidable side in away conditions as well, then that team is India. They've now won 11 series wins in a row and they've broken that famous Australian team's record that they held twice with 10 wins in a row, broken only by a, by a really good South African side in 2004. Um, so today I want to talk about the pluses for India. I think the biggest plus and most turning point in this series was Rohit Sharma in the in the view of this series. Rohit Sharma had the biggest impact on this series. He had three centuries and I think he's India's best opening candidate in test cricket um, at the moment along with Mayank Agarwal. Mayank Agarwal's double century was also a big plus. Um, Rohit Sharma played very good innings and I think the the main the key factor in his innings was that initially he took time to get set but after he got set in all three of his big innings which were 100 runs plus he escalated quickly and took on the uh, and took on the opposition bowling attack so after he got to about 50 runs or had played 100 balls or so, he started scoring very quickly and always ended at a strike rate of above 75. That 200 he got, he got a little bit over 250 balls at a strike rate of just around 80. Very Sevag-esque. Um, now you think that the spinners Ashwin and Jadeja would have had a bad series given the amount of attention that's been given to the Indian seam attack but Ashwin and Jadeja still ended as the top two wicket takers Ashwin ended with 15 wickets in the series and Jadeja with 13 and this just shows that how uh, how underrated these two players are and how their contribution was actually a lot bigger um, than many people thought that it was Ridhiman Saha was also a big plus. His keeping behind the stumps was the best. And I think the viewpoint is, after the T20 squad against Bangladesh has been announced, I think that the, the, the opinion is that on Indian wickets, on subcontinental conditions, Ridhiman Saha is the best keeper. And on foreign wickets, where the ball is not turning as much as it's, as it's bouncing and swinging, Rishabh Pant is the better keeper. And I'm completely fine with that approach. Um, other pluses for India were the seam attack. I think the Indian seam attack has been the find of this of this series. India's seam attack. Now let's look at let's look at what happened. You knew India had a very formidable seam attack after that series in Australia where they won for the first time ever. Um, that was great. You knew the Indian seam bowling was a potent force, but you always knew that was only in away conditions, and one didn't know what was going to happen in home conditions. But they dominated like nobody's business. Now. Keep in mind, Jaspreet Bumrah was absent from the side. And he was the one who made a big difference in the Indian seam attack. Um, 
Bhuvaneshwar Kumar was absent, so that initial swing that you got was missing. The best bowler by far in the series was Mohammad Shami with the reverse swing that he brings in, and Umesh Yadav with the initial swing. The the key to being a seam bowler in India, I think, after seeing this series, is to get the ball to deviate off the straight just a little bit, not too much, but to consistently bowl at the stumps. I think that's the key because this SG ball that they use is hard till about the 40th over and after that it becomes easier to bat. So if you can break through the top order of the opposition um, batting lineup before the 40th over, which the Indian seam bowling has been able to do consistently, then you have a real shot at getting into them. And India has done this every time because after the 40th over, when the ball becomes soft, the spinners come into play. And that's why India is far above all other test playing nations in the world right now. The Indian seam bowling attack has now you are you're actually seeing the fruits of Virat Kohli's captainship. Virat Kohli, when he came in in 2014, made it very clear that he was a captain who liked pace bowling. He wanted India to develop a fast seam bowling attack and realize the need of creating four or five very, very good bowlers pace bowlers who could bowl consistently at a pace of above 140-145 and I think that came from his first ever series as captain in 2014 in Australia where uh, where India were out bowled the batting in both sides was basically the same but uh, Australia had better bowling in that series and I think the move towards a better pace bowling attack actually started from there, so that the next time India could go to Australia, the seam bowling would be good enough to actually win them the series. I think the approach now isn't to isn't that the batsmen will win test matches, because in the end, you only win a test match by taking 20 wickets. And I think that's what the Indian team has done very well. And I think that this has been spearheaded and has come down from the captain. Though Virat Kohli, apart from that double century, may have had a disappointing series with the bat over the last four or five years, he has actually spearheaded this new movement in India to bring about better fast bowling. And now we're actually seeing the fruits and the flourish of that endeavor. The Indian team performed very well and the fast bowling was by far the biggest plus of the tour.